Excellent. So welcome to episode 15 woohoo, of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. I am your host along with Nancy Minicozzi. I'm Lisa and I'm a fifth grade teacher in South Monterey County. And I'm Nancy, an EdTech coach in Northwest LA County. We want to remind you of our podcast focus. It's accessible on your schedule. We have a short video format with a question section. You can get your questions answered. Just go ahead and ask them uh, on our website or in the YouTube chat if you're watching us live, and we hope you are. Um, so we are personalized mobile PD. You choose the focus and listen where you want. If you enjoy the podcast, and we hope you do, please support us by subscribing to the YouTube channel. Uh, if you are listening to this podcast and haven't seen the YouTube channel, you can find it by going on YouTube and searching TLC Ninja Teachers. All right, and for the coffee portion of our show, did you know that drinking coffee can help you burn fat? Yes. Oh, awesome. Good news. <laughs> yeah, great. Studies have shown that uh, drinking caffeine can increase your metabolism from anywhere between 3 to 11%, and it is one of the few chemicals that can actually help with fat burning. Yay! Good to know. Uh, so tonight, without further ado, we have our great guest, uh, Sarah Cooper, who uh, will be talking about uh, STEAM labs and how she runs them for her elementary students. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you um, for having me. Oh, we're so excited. Um, so can you just tell a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, things like that? Sure. Um, this is my 17th year teaching at Richmond in Fullerton. And prior to the STEAM lab position that I'm in now, I taught kindergarten and first grade. Um, this will be my third year as the STEAM lab coordinator. And the whole history behind that quickly is that about four or five years ago, our school decided that we needed to make STEAM our focus, basically because our middle school was also taking a STEAM focus, and we felt that was kind of our job or would benefit the kids most to send them to middle school having a good background before they even got there. So that was our goal for kindergarten through sixth grade. Um, that being said, we knew that was going to take a while, so we started in our classrooms. And what that looked like was teachers went to trainings. We had a few um, do some work with the county. And we also had a STEM certification with Fullerton School District. So we started in the classrooms with teachers getting familiar with STEAM. And at that time, I was teaching kindergarten. And we are a Title I school, full-day kindergarten. And I loved everything that STEAM gave our kids but I was also really overwhelmed with the pressure of a kindergarten teacher having to have fluent readers and writers when they left. And so it was really a struggle for me to find that balance um, to get them reading and ready, but also honoring them developmentally with all the STEAM processes. So I sort of just had this dream job idea and went to my principal and asked or presented this what if scenario that looked like, what if we had one dedicated space with one dedicated teacher, me, um, where we could have the kids visit and learn and get exposure to STEAM, but it wasn't the, the end of everything else academic that our kids really, really needed. Um, so she was intrigued and asked me to write a job 
proposal, a job description of this dream job. And a lot of things had to line up. This, I always say the stars aligned and it was really meant to be because um, three years later, um, I'm in the position that I'm in now. So the primary lab was the beginning and our upper grade lab was, took a little bit longer to get funded and built and remodeled. Um, but now our school is a TK through sixth grade STEAM school and I see all of them. <laughs> That's amazing. That sounds yes. so exciting. Yeah, and so I we have two spaces, yeah. No, go ahead. You oh, I just to say, we have two, two STEAM labs. So we have a primary STEAM lab for TK through second grade and we have our STEAM and Dream Center for our third through sixth graders. That's fantastic. And you do both of the labs. And I do both of the labs. <laughs> okay. And so I know people, yeah, I, there's going to be a lot of pictures too that you can access. Um, and that equals 840 students a week that I see. Wow, that's amazing. And yes, um, Sarah was kind enough to share some videos with us and um, uh, some pictures. So we'll be sure to put those up uh, on our website and we'll also link them to uh, this YouTube uh, video as well. Um, so how are your STEAM labs set up? You said that you have the two separate ones. So Correct. how do they differ and how are they set up? Okay, so our primary lab um, is about, they're both about 420-ish students. We're pretty split. Um, and the kids come once a week for 45 minutes. For our primary lab, the kids come, again, once a week. Um, the big difference is that if you teach kindergarten, I'm going to take half of your kids, and you're going to keep the other half and do intervention or RTI or enrichment. But I'm going to take from two classes. So I take two half classes to make my one lab group. And then we rotate them through, and then we switch. So they get to come once a week. But if you're the general classroom teacher, you have two 45-minute blocks of, of an even smaller class size to focus on those things. Um, for the upper grades, I see half of a grade level at a time. So I have three, three classes at each grade level, and I see half. And the same thing. They come for 45 minutes, and then they switch. So the teachers have that also in time for RTI as needed with the kids. Um, the nice thing about that is, especially for my primary, is I tell the teachers that if you want to focus that 45-minute time on your end in writing, and then the next month you want it to be math, your groups can change, and the teachers have that option and that flexibility to send kids as they need to. Because it doesn't wow, matter if you make sure it comes. I'm sorry. I'm sure your teachers are loving that and being able to have the, the smaller groups and that time for RTI. That is amazing. Definitely. Yeah. It's pretty so cool. So <laughs> when the kids come to you, how do you run your lessons? Um, okay. So what does that look it's like? It's going to like, I'm going to go primary and then talk about upper grade. For the primary lab, what I try to do is choose um, a new focus every two weeks. So maybe it's a science focus for that that two-week time or a new technology or an engineering challenge or an art idea or, or topic. And um, what I do with those groups is if I have 24 kids, I'll pull one whole class and do a mini lesson. And the other class is using the room because there's a lot of free choice, exploration, little centers for them to choose from. And then the following week we flop. So in there, I only have to plan for every two weeks. 
the room environment stays pretty much the same. Um, my classes are like kindergarten is always on Monday. TK and kinder is always on Monday. Second grade is always on Tuesday and first grade is always on Thursday. Thursday. So um, that helps me too because I can plan for just my kinders and then just my second graders and just my first graders. So I have that kind of a setup on a two-week rotation for the primary lab. The upper grade lab is a little different <laughs> because of the numbers. So when I, have, when I have those grades, I have about 45 to 50 kids. Um, and yeah, it's a little, it's a lot. <laughs> but it, I need the coffee to burn the fat and keep me <laughs> energy, energized. Um, Absolutely. For that program, um, I, I based it on a five-week cycle. And so week one is going to be a whole group um, lesson to an engineering challenge. This week we're doing bridges, for example. So last week we did, um, I found some YouTubes on bridges. We discussed bridges. And I kind of set up their STEM challenge for that cycle. Um, and then week two, three, and four, I have them rotating through three stations. So one group is doing the STEM challenge. One is a teacher-directed activity with me. And one is kind of an independent work study where the kids come with their devices because we're a one-to-one -one, um, school for third through sixth grade. And the teachers, the kids kind of use that time to catch up on ST math, or they bring a book and do an AR quiz, or they're working on a green screen from their classroom or some other project. The goal there was that I needed one group to kind of be independent based on just it being a numbers game because I'm by myself. And so mm -hmm. that group is kind of, they're working on something appropriate from their teacher. So that takes me three weeks to get through so that everybody does the STEM challenge and everybody does um, the activity with me. And then the fifth week, we test the um, engineering challenge building. Last week we did a hut. This week we're doing, or this cycle we're doing bridges. So we're going to test it in that way. Um, so that is great for me because I only have to plan every five weeks for the upper grade lab because it takes me five weeks to get through that. It's that's that sounds great. Like you really you designed your dream job. I really did. Yeah. I think it yeah. might be my dream job now too. I know. Um, <laughs> It's, it's fun. pretty awesome, and the spaces are beautiful, and the kids. It's it's a great it's a great thing we have. So you're talking about all these great things like uh, the huts, and now you're into um, the bridges. Uh, who determines mm -hmm. those projects? Where where do those ideas come from? Basically, from me. <laughs> um, this is the first year for me to do TK through sixth grade. So just like my first year with primary, I kind of told my third through sixth grade teachers to sort of bear with me a little bit as I try to figure out the pacing and how long kids are going to take to get through the projects. Um, the, the biggest flexibility is that I want the teachers to feel like during that lesson that week when they're with me, if they agree as a team, maybe fourth grade has a science standard they want me to really hit, then I can take that second week and plug in whatever they want to. But we also have awesome access to things like 3D printing we have, and we have some drones, and we have the doodle pens, and we have the Google Cardboard, and there's a lot of things that I want to get the kids doing. So for now, the teachers are kind of like, just do your thing, and we'll, if there's something they want or want me to extend, then I, I give them that option also. That sounds amazing. So you're just really kind of going for it and doing all of these amazing things. And... Um, do, um, are they taking advantage of you 
you know, um, incorporating some of it, or is it still kind of early on in the year where they're still kind of feeling it out too? It's it's pretty early on. We the, the teachers this year have a lot on their plate. We're starting a new iReady program and just all the changes in the district. So right now, we're just trying to everybody's trying to just figure things out. Um, I kind of told them, you know, maybe we'll wait till January to start being more aligned and more specific right now, because right now everybody's getting the same lessons, which is fine because it's all those skills. And like I told the kids, you might already have done a bridge in your class, but we have to work up that momentum before you can just jump into the 3D printer. So baby <laughs> steps is kind of what we're doing. Um, when I look at the primary lab, I kind of changed that focus also in that my TK and kinders, I've kind of backed off a little bit. Um, and it's very much developmental and play-based and choice and learning how to use the materials responsibly. There's not as much um, things that I tell the kids you have to do, whereas with first and second grade, some of them, oh, we don't want to, some of them would rather use that time to make choices. They don't like it when I pull them mm -hmm. in that small group and make them do something. They like it afterwards when they realize that it's all fun and, and we have a great time. Um, so the neat thing is now I can see that Whereas the first two years, they left it second grade and then it wasn't my, I wasn't as invested or, you know, I was kind of like, okay, you're done. Now I have the continuum of TK6. So what I'm working on is kind of what specific things do I want them to leave the primary lab with when I start with them as third graders. So it's kind of a neat thing for me to work on, you know, as we develop the program. Wow. Nancy, you had something to add? I, well, I did have something to add. We're, we're trying a new thing where we don't talk over each other, and so oh. far it's been pretty good. Okay. Um, Lisa, Lisa and I have some issues. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> but, we all have um, issues. Yes. What I wanted to say is as soon as we get the links up with the pictures, I really want to encourage people to go and take a look at them because I was lucky enough to get a personal tour from Sarah of the STEM, of the STEAM labs, both the uh, primary and the upper grade labs. And they are, they're incredible. They are, they're just such inspirational spaces and there, there are so many things. If anybody is thinking about starting a lab or wants to make theirs better, I encourage you to take a look at these pictures because it's a great set of spaces. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it is really like a dream job. I joke about it. I'm yeah. exhausted by Friday comes, but, um, uh oh, is that the minute? That is, is that the our timer. timer? Oh, that's gosh. our timer. <laughs> um, that's my one minute plea, I guess. Um, I guess the way <laughs> I, I just keep going. Oh, okay, there just we go. Gonna, okay. <laughs> um, I would encourage anybody and anybody local to Fullerton. We're always, always open having visitors. Please email me or send me a message, get in touch with me. Um, but I also, I think my, my takeaway would be when you see the photos of the lab, know that it didn't just, we didn't just snap our fingers. You can still do all of those things and not feel like you have to have a beautiful space. The beautiful space helps, but um, I think it's super important to just get the kids hands on. And what I love is that, you know, the teachers group their kids by, level basically because they're using that time as RTI and the wonderful thing about my job is if you come to visit you don't know which group I have because it's a whole other way for the kids to learn and feel successful that they don't feel like oh I'm here because I can't read or I'm here because I know everything it just it kind of 
levels the playing field for our students and they all feel successful in some way, you know, and I really believe in that part of STEAM in that everybody can be successful there. That is wonderful. Yeah, we're all, we're both afraid to talk because we don't want to talk over each other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's a really great point that everybody can be successful and it levels the playing field. And you've done such a great job doing that. I I hope to come down and visit you sometime. Please. All right. Well. All right. So. That, see, there we go again. We did. I was gonna say, because I'm the one that has the broadcast. I want to say thank you so much. I'm going to go off air now. So thank you again, Sarah, for being our guest. And absolutely. We hope you will join us on November 7th when we will have another awesome person on as our guest. So thank you for joining us tonight.